Hey, dear ones, did you know that you have a built-in compass guiding you to your soul mission with all the tools you need to fulfill that soul mission? Sound exciting? Then join me for a Soul Blueprint, the only certification program that reveals how to amplify your five spiritual gifts so you can consciously create a life and business of massive soul line success. Enroll now at allisonscammell.com forward slash soul blueprint. And you can find that link in the show notes. Well, hello there. Today's episode really hits home for me. And why is that? Because we're going to be talking about overgiving versus over delivering in your business. And I, my friends, am a classic overgiver. So I'm telling you, you're in the right spot. And I'm coming from a place of great authority. And this is a crazy important topic because let me tell you why. So many of the soul-guided entrepreneurs I work with are classic overgivers. And the reason this is, is because overgiving is a major shadow of being in service. You feel so called to serve others that you overgive. And in today's episode, I'm going to explain the energetic balance of giving and receiving that's so important to maintain, what happens when you overgive and why it's bad for business, how to recognize when you are overgiving, and how to shift into what we want to be doing instead, and that is over-delivering. We'll explain what over-delivering is, how it differs from over giving, and how it can help your business growth to take off. We'll end on a challenge that will have you over-delivering to your clients in a way that will turn them into lifelong repeat clients and referral sources. So you're gonna wanna stay with me until the end. Welcome to She Grows, a podcast for soul-guided women entrepreneurs ready to be seen and get fully booked using their unique genius, intuitive voice, and spirit guides. Each week, we'll explore how to create offerings based on what you do best, so you can have a wait list of ideal clients and bring in continuous income. I'm your host, Allison Scamble. Let's get growing. She Grows Nation. That is the name of this sisterhood of soul-guided entrepreneurs. If you're not already a citizen of She Grows Nation, then you can find a link in the show notes to join our Facebook group of nearly 1,000 women running heart-based businesses that are in service to each other and the planet. Today, we're exploring a great topic, overgiving versus over-delivering in your business. Let's start with the energetic balance of giving and receiving. And this is such an important concept to understand as a spiritual business owner. At the end of the day, what is your business? Whether you offer products or services, no matter what you do, you put stuff out there. You create things. You offer them for sale. You have a expertise You offer to help others with your expertise. It's an exchange. You are offering something in exchange for something else. You create marketing content in exchange for email addresses. You 
do free webinars in exchange for them listening to you, those participants listening to you pitch a product or service that you're hoping to sell. And all of what you're producing is value. You're producing value in your free marketing content. You're producing value in your products and services. And that's what people are buying. The value that you are going to create in their lives, the transformation that takes place in their lives, no matter what it is you're selling. If you're a novel, the value you're creating in someone's life is entertainment or a way to get lost in a fantasy world or just have a relaxing afternoon curled up to a book. I mean, what greater value is that, right? That's amazing value. And so if you're interested in being lost in a story, if you, as the buyer, you're happily going to give $10 to a writer in exchange for their book so you can get lost in the story. And that's the exchange. So it's really important for you to feel into the value that you're creating in your clients' and customers' lives. And most of the clients I work with really, really underestimate the value they're creating or they second-guess it. They second-guess the results that they can help others to achieve through their products and services. And so what happens is their prices reflect that and their prices are too low. It doesn't represent the value that they're creating. So the energetic balance of the giving and receiving is off. It's off balance. And this is how we want it to look. I create a product. Let's say I sell it for $1,000. And I know in my heart that it's going to create value in your life that's many, many, many times more than $1,000. But I feel like the $1,000 amount is a aligned, energetic exchange for the effort I put in to make that product for you or offer that service for you. And so the energetics of what I give to you, whatever that product is, is equal to $1,000. That's an energetic exchange back and forth. This may sound very obvious, but so many of my clients do not have proper energetic balance in their business because they are not charging enough and they're over giving. So that's why I want to like break this down into the simplest terms because it is simple. And if you are struggling with prices, it's just feeling into the energetics of your business and your offering. And this is how you can do it. Start with your premium offering the thing that you're most excited to sell, which is hopefully the thing that you're charging the most money for. Now, imagine that you are with a client and she's going to buy something from you worth $1,000, let's say. And that's that's the price that you've determined is the aligned right price for the exchange. And that feels like the good amount. So what you want to do is take that price, that aligned price, and times it times 26. That is an arbitrary number, but that is the number that I like to use. So that takes us to $26,000. So your client invests $1,000 in you, 
And what she receives back in value and transformation from your products or services is $26,000. Because often it's hard to quantify the transformation we give in people's lives. If we're helping people to feel entertained or be happier or be healthier, it's hard to say the what is the value of that. It's hard to put a price tag on it. So it's just helpful for you and your business to just put an arbitrary number on it. I always take investment times 26. You invest $1,000 in me, I'm going to give you $1,000 times 26 So $26,000 worth of value in return for your investment. So let's say that you want to charge $1,000 for your offering, but you're only charging $100 because you're worried that your products and services aren't good enough. You're worried that people can't afford it. All the worries that we get that cause us to charge less than we should, okay? So you charge $100. A client comes to you, pays it, and you give her $2,600 worth of results for 100 bucks. How is that going to feel? You're already charging way less than you should, and you're giving her $2,600 worth of results in her life. It's going to feel out of balance. That is a great example of overgiving. You overgive when you don't charge your worth. So how do you know what to charge? Probably is your next question. Well, go back to investment times 26. Go to a number that feels like it's on the outer edge of your comfort zone. So again, let's get back to your product or service that you're most excited about that you charge the most for. Let's start with that one. And let's think about you raising your prices, or what I like to say for most people, it's right-sizing your prices. And when you think about, okay, I'm going to raise my price of that offering, you want to go to the outer edges of your comfort zone and just push out. You want the number to feel uncomfortable, but you don't want the number to be so uncomfortable that you can't represent it with pure 100% confidence. Because when you're in a sales conversation, you have to be 100% or it's best, I should say, if you are 100% confident in your offering, that your offering will yield the results of investment times 26. And if you don't have that confidence or that confidence doesn't feel natural yet because you're still growing into it, then you might want to bring the price in a little bit. But the price shouldn't feel easy. If it's easy, it's time to raise it. Your prices should always feel a bit uncomfortable. So go to the outer edges of your comfort zone. And let's say instead of $1,000, we're bumping up to $5,000. Whoa, right? So you're going to offer your premium product or service for $5,000. Now, 5,000 times 26 equals $130,000 worth of value results and transformation you're going to offer to the person who invests in that. When you look at it that way, you're always going to see what a bargain it is. (laughs) Your prices are always going to feel like a bargain because you're giving them so much value for what they're investing in. And this is always assuming that the person is going to invest and show up. You can't control that. 
So these numbers are come with some assumptions that it's more or less an ideal client or a client who is an energetic match and a client who's ready to show up and do the work, okay? And they're actually going to use your product or service. This is what I'm talking about. And you're always going to have clients who have good intentions. I mean, we've all been there, right? We've invested in a program or a product that we haven't really used for a variety of reasons, and we're not going to get the same results. So we're assuming that this is the ideal people who show up and do the work and really consume what it is you're offering. They're the ones who are going to invest $5,000 in and get $130,000 back. Now, I want you to spend a minute feeling into the energetics of $130,000 worth of transformation. And you can do that by taking some deep breaths, pivoting down to the heart space, and imagine you're with your ideal client somewhere and you're having a cup of tea and you are there showing up as your very best self. You are in full expression of your core gifts. You are in your authentic truth and you are making an incredibly amazing, true connection to her and feel into the value and transformation and contribution you're making into her life and feel into the transformation that you help create worth $130,000. Whenever my clients do that, they always feel into the truth of their true value. And it's always way more than they were giving themselves credit for. And almost always they come back to me and say, wow, I guess those high prices that I was scared of are actually a bargain. And that's the truth of it. That's the truth when you are connected to an ideal client, and you are fully immersed in your core gifts. The value of that is always very, very high. And it takes a while. It takes a while to find out who is my ideal client. It takes a while to discover your core gifts. It takes a while. Like all of this stuff doesn't come overnight, but it also doesn't take forever either. It's also not some you know, goal that you need to chase for the rest of your life. It's just setting the intention. I'm going to call in my ideal client. I am going to discover my core gifts. I'm going to create a premium signature offering around my core gifts. Setting those intentions, things will start to come into place for you. And when you feel into the energetics of the transformation you create, investment times 26, you will feel and you will start to get more confident about the results that you can bring into people's lives. And charging higher prices will start to feel much less scary. And you'll start to really get into the energetic balance of giving and receiving what you truly deserve to receive. So as you can see, there's many different ways to overgive. There's not charging enough, which is overgiving. There's just um, overgiving of your time, overgiving of your energy, Overgiving of your attention, overgiving of your products, your services, um, not charging for things that you should charge for, all of those things start to add up. And the reason why overgiving is so bad for business is because you're sending the message out into the universe that your time isn't valuable, that you don't deserve to receive a fair remuneration for the output you're putting in. 
you're not worthy for an energetic balance of receiving that which you give. And when you put that energy out there, clients are going to pick up on it, usually sub, you know, usually without realizing it, and they're just going to keep asking more of you while expecting not to give you what you're worth. You need to value what you're worth. You need to tell your clients, the universe, everyone that's going to listen that what you have is valuable. It's crazy valuable. And in order for there to be energetic balance, which helps you show up as your very best because you are in an energy energetically balanced place, your expectations that is that you will be remunerated for the amount of value you're creating and you're not going to create any more value than what you will receive in return for your efforts. So how do you know when you're overgiving? How can you recognize it? You're exhausted, you're tired, you're bitter. Overgiving actually eventually makes us bitter. We're resentful. And normally not at the people we're overgiving to, although sometimes we can be, but often I think we're bitter with ourselves for continuing to do it again and again. And the joy slips away from what it is you're doing. And it starts to feel less like I'm in service to my clients, and it starts to feel more like work. It feels like work because the energetic balance is off. So what do we want to do instead? How do we want it to look? How can we knock the socks off our clients and truly give them investment times 26 without overgiving? Well, the answer is simple. We over-deliver. Over-delivering has a different energetic frequency. We over-deliver when our cup is full and we are so excited about the work we're doing and we're so in our zone of genius that we're creating overflow in our cup. And that's that overflow that we give. It's the energetic balance is actually in our favor. We're, we're receiving so much from our work, so much abundance, energy, joy, connection, contribution, that we feel naturally inspired to over-deliver. And so how can this look? I'll give you a few examples. So I have always a really packed calendar because with my one-on-one clients and classes I teach and all of that stuff, my calendar gets pretty full and I usually have back-to-back clients. So that means, you know, my client sessions are 50 minutes. I need 10 minutes for bathroom break and sort of energetic cleansing and all that stuff. So that means normally 50 minutes is 50 minutes. I, I don't have the luxury of going over. However, let's say I'm with a client and we are really cooking and the client is having major breakthroughs or something cre- like crazy creative is coming through and I don't have a client after her. And I'm just blissed out because I have this amazing connection going on with the client I will keep going until I feel the natural close of the session is coming to an end. And I will just continue to feel in to the energetic balance of our exchange and just being mindful of my agenda and what I have left to do for the rest of the day so I get my stuff done that I need to get done. And 
I am so happy to over deliver to a client in that way. Now, if I did that every session, which I used to do, oh my gosh, did I used to do that? I would be over giving. I would be out of balance and I would eventually feel bitter and I would, it would eventually feel more like work instead of a balanced exchange. Another thing I like to do to over-deliver is give people presents and give people bonuses with other coaches. So I like to give people human design session bonuses because human design complements the work I do so well. But although I'm conversant in human design, I myself am not an expert and I don't really feel called to become an expert. So I like to work with experts who work with my clients and teach me how to understand the human design of each of my clients so I can incorporate that in all of our sessions. And I love to over-deliver by gifting my clients sessions with my human design consultant. And so I'm over-delivering because I'm paying for that session for the client, but it feels, again, like a balanced energetic exchange. It feels like I'm just over-delivering. I do it out of joy. Now, if you were paying me $1,000 and I was paying my human design consultant $800 for that bonus session, that would be over-giving. That would be out of alignment. So I'm always looking into what is that balance? How does the energy of giving and receiving remain in balance? And if you really start to tune into this, you will start to know immediately when something is out of balance. I just gifted something to someone the other day, and I realized immediately that I was overgiving. I was like, oh, Oh, that felt icky. It just feels icky. Overgiving feels icky. Overdelivering feels good, feels aligned. And I didn't beat myself up for doing it because I said to myself, that is the line. That is the line. When you do overgive and you notice it and you quickly correct and shift and tweak so you're back in balance, that's a good thing. So you always know where your lines are. You always know where your boundaries are. And sometimes you do have to overgive to understand where the boundary is. So whenever it happens and I notice it, I kind of like, oh, okay, there it is. There's my new boundary. And the balance and the boundaries are always shifting because you're always continually creating at higher and higher levels. So your prices should be reflecting that. You know, ideally your prices are always growing. The value is always increasing So you're always having to feel into those new boundaries and that new energetic balance of giving and receiving. And from the other side of the equation, when you over-deliver from a place of love and abundance and gratitude and joy, your clients find that irresistible. I'm going to give you a fantastic example of over-delivering from a local business. This is a great story. I love this. So I work late three times a week. Often my last client is until 5, 6 p.m. And then it's immediately uh, transitioning to getting dinner on the table because that's the time of the evening where my daughter's famished. And I was just uh, like a hollow shell of a person, exhausted, 
trying to cut up vegetables and put on healthy food on the table. And I was like, this sucks. This is awful. I was not digging on it, but I didn't want to order takeout. I didn't want Indian food or Chinese food or whatever, like your typical takeout fare, you know, during your average weekday evening. And my husband doesn't cook and I didn't want frozen pizza. So what does one do? So I thought about, well, there's the private chef and I don't know. I just, I didn't feel ready for that. So I I was looking for caterers or chefs that were making fresh, healthy, uh, you know, homemade meals that they delivered to your doorstep, still hot. (laughs) And lo and behold, I found this great place in The Hague with a great title called No Time to Cook. Because I was like, oh, that's me. I don't have time to cook. And they have such a great story. This is what their, their homepage says. Our company, Tarts Catering and Cakes, has worked extensively for the cultural sector in the last few years. On March 12th of 2020, with the closure of all theaters in the Netherlands due to the coronavirus, all our future projects were canceled and rescheduled indefinitely. Wow, that must have been a really tough moment. I'm going to have to have these people on the podcast. So what did they do? They What they did was so smart. I'm so proud of this, this company. Our response was, they say, to set up no time to cook. Cooking and delivering delicious fresh meals for people in the local area. I love it. What an amazing pivot they did in response to the coronavirus. And let me tell you, their menu, they have a new menu every week and they offer one thing per night, one thing. And then they offer a selection of sides and oh my gosh, the desserts always look so good. And I wanna order it, but I don't, but I always wanna order it. Um, And I just look for every week, whether I order anything or not, I look forward to reading through the menu because what they cook is so amazing. And so the nights that I work late, I normally order from No Time to Cook. And I just love the sound of the doorbell ringing (laughs) because that's the delivery man. And dinner's here, it's ready. And like I said, something about it feels different. It doesn't feel like takeout. It feels like somebody who loves me very much decided to be nice and make me dinner. That's what it feels like. It feels so good. No Time to Cook is producing so much value. Look at the value No Time to Cook is giving me. First of all, they're enabling me not to cook the weeks, the days of the weeks that I'm exhausted. They're giving me healthy, delicious, fresh food that was prepared with love. They're giving me the feeling that my grandmother just made dinner for me. Can you even put a price tag on that? The value is enormous. It costs me probably anywhere, depending on what I order, between 25 and 35 euro, but I am getting so much more back in return. And let me tell you, I haven't even gotten to the over-delivery part yet. Let me tell you how they over-delivered. I have just stumbled upon this catering company. So I ordered for them about two weeks in a row right before Christmas. And lo and behold, it's like Christmas Eve. We're in lockdown. I'm a little bit sad. I'm missing my family back in the United States. The doorbell rings. There is one of the chef's from No Time to Cook with a Christmas basket for me of delicious, homemade, 
mold wine or glühwein as it's called here, homemade cranberry sauce. Hello. And what else did I not remembering the other thing? I ate it so fast. Oh, I know now. Somehow they knew. One of my all-time favorite desserts is sticky toffee pudding. And with two wonderful portions of sticky toffee push pudding that I got one and my daughter got the other, my husband was out of luck. And a beautiful, it was delivered in a beautiful Christmas basket. And it was like our appreciation gift to you is, you know, Merry Christmas. And I thought, ha, huh, I am now a raving fan of No Time to Cook for Life. What an over-deliver. And I didn't get the sense that the woman was exhausted. I didn't get the sense she was bitter. I didn't get the sense that she was annoyed that she made cranberry sauce for me and that it was so much work from her, for her. I got the sense that she was doing it from a place of joy. I got the sense that she appreciated me as a client and she wanted to express her appreciation through her food. And that was over-delivering. And I, as a client, received it so happily. Guess what I did? I went on Google. I gave a review. I went on Facebook and I posted on a closed Facebook group full of expats because the website's in English and I figured, you know, this might be something expats would be interested in. And that one post got a ton of likes and a ton of comments. And the comments I read were people saying, I just ordered from them tonight. I can't wait to try. So me, who knows how many new clients I got them, hopefully a lot, and I'm going to continue to be their voice piece and I will continue to be their cheerleader. I will continue to be a referral source because I'm a happy client. They're giving me a ton of value for my money and they consistently over deliver. So my challenge for you, dear friends, is look at your current offerings. Look at your current clients. Ask yourself the question, where am I overgiving? Am I overgiving in my prices, as in my prices are too low? Am I overgiving in my time, as in giving my clients and cl- customers more time than what they're giving back to me in remuneration? Am I overgiving in any area of my business? And how can I start shifting out of that? And by shifting out of that, you want to go into your worth, your value, the value you're creating in the world, the value you're creating in your clients' lives, and go into the energetic balance of it. How can you feel into the energetic balance of what you're giving? Have your prices reflect that. And in that exchange, in those new prices, in that energetic exchange, where do you feel naturally motivated? naturally joyful, giving from where your cup is overflowing, not from its depth, to over-deliver, to give your client a little extra something that they weren't expecting. Give them a little gift. Give them a little treat. Give them a little nudge from a place of joy, from a place of love, and your clients will feel that, and they'll want more of what you have to offer again and again and again. All right, dear friends, that's all I have for you for today. If you are feeling that you like this episode and you haven't done it, you know what I'm going to ask for. 
I would be super grateful for a rating and review. Where do you listen? If you listen on iTunes, that would be so great. You just hop on the iTunes. You click five stars if you don't mind and say a few nice words. Like what specifically do you receive from this podcast? I superly, superly, can I say that? I I am superly grateful. for you for doing that truly. And if you'd like help calling in your ideal clients into your business right now, then download my free checklist to remove the five visibility blocks that are preventing your ideal clients from finding you. Your offerings are too important to remain invisible, so this checklist will help you be seen and get fully booked. You can find a link to download on my website, alisonscammell.com, as well as in the show notes.